Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is episode, I'm not going to name it anymore because we decided that's stupid. The numbers is, don't make sense. This is episode Savvy Shields. Episode Savvy Shields. Um, we'll tell you who she is in a second. Um, but first, we have a couple announcements. Lindsay, you do the first one. I'll do the second. The first announcement is, uh, oh, because you don't have enough places to hang out on the internet already with your friends, I made you a new one. The Who Weekly Facebook page. <laughs> Why we need a Who Weekly, Who Weekly Facebook page, I don't really know, but I just felt like making one, and so I did, and now it exists, and I just wanted to tell everyone that that's there. I feel like it's a more chatty environment Yeah. other Who Weekly fans. Yeah. Um. So I want to encourage you to go there and really speak your mind. Speak your mind. Um. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you Uh. on... The computer as well as in our voicemail inbox uh on the, the second on the computer i don't know uh, get the, the computer uh, you sound like a scoldy mom anyways i thought i wanted to hear from you on the computer again um <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay, a monster because all we do all we do now is promote the meddler and we're not even getting paid for it which uh someone should rectify that <laughs> sony pictures classics needs to send us some cash thank you um i mean we significantly like they, that movie made so little money i think that i think we've made it a significant amount of money like that's how <laughs> our efforts have actually made a difference in this promo in this movie um but moving on um I already forgot. I lost my train of thought because oh, I was thinking about the meddler. Gonna, oh, the iPhone stickers. So, wait. But anyways. the reason why you brought up the meddler is because 
I sent you that voice. Like you brought. Oh, that up to mention Lindsay, it, this it. monster sent me a voice note of her just redoing one of Susan Sarandon's long voicemails from the middle. It was the first she, one. The first one from the beginning of the movie. Anyway, if you haven't seen this movie, you won't know what we're talking about. But also, Feel if you haven't seen this movie, it it's a great performance. It's the only thing that I would be okay with um, telling our listeners to stop the podcast and do instead of listening to the podcast. If you um, want me to send you the text of the uh, first monologue, I have it, Bob. I'm I'm sure I could find it. Um, I wrote it out. Okay. Um, but back to the actual news. Yeah. Has everyone uploaded? Got? Has everyone upgraded to iOS 10? I hope you have, because if we are lucky, and if the App Store gods don't reject my submission, we will be selling iMessage stickers later this week. Who Weekly branded? I don't want to tell you everything that's in it because I want it to be a surprise, but uh, you're going to have to download them. Yes, they will cost money, but you know what? Dope nothing it. wrong with nothing wrong with making a little dough um and i have been using them because i'm testing them on my phone and i've been using them with Lindsay and a few of our friends over the past 24 hours and they all hate me now but also they love it also They're they love literally it. nightmare stickers like every <laughs> time a new sticker appears i'm like this is a fucking nightmare sticker they some of them animate to be very rude they're very rude and animated and i don't know how i feel about the iphone stickers yet no i do i love them i love the iphone stickers i love the iphone stickers and this is the epitome bobby has created the epitome of everything that is fun and stupid about the entire system because apple has really turned itself into a garbage can and bobby has just really figured out the garbage that goes in the garbage can uh, i like uh i ripped up the floors of that garbage can and i put in some new hardwood floors uh put in some shiplap and i made that garbage can a garbage home if you buy the who weekly iphone stickers you will not be disappointed and also they will be uh, you will be getting more as time, like there will be more appearing. This right. is not a one-time, this is a subscription. I mean, not that you pay regularly, but you only will pay once. And uh-huh. this is the subscription to ongoing garbage. Yeah. Um, I'm because not sure Bobby how the, loves making these. I love, I love, I love it. You guys, I love it. And um, I don't know how the update system works, but I think it's pretty easy but like you know every once in a while you'll open up your iMessage and you'll be surprised by a new who weekly sticker and i can't wait because i think you're gonna love it let's start the episode you will trailer yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to know hey 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 how much of this Lindsay. yes this is one of my favorite names and uh, i said we weren't going to mention episode numbers anymore but in what 34 weeks of doing this this is one of my favorite names um do you know who savvy shields is um i honestly don't i know like why she's famous but i still kind of don't really know who she is because i haven't clicked on the link okay tell me why she's famous why do we all of a sudden know who savvy shields is and why is she suddenly so important to americans She's literally like not important, but she just <laughs> won Miss America. Yes. She just won Miss America. Yes. Do you know what state she's from? Absolutely not. 
She is from Arkansas. It's a point of pride for Arkansans because there has not been a Arkansas born and raised winner of Miss America since 1982. And she had another great name, which was Grace Elizabeth Ward. That's not as good as as Savvy Shields. It's still good. I like the, the middle name. This girl's real name cannot be Savvy Shields. Her name is, oh my God, do you know what her real name is, Lindsay? What's her real name? Savannah Janine yeah. Shields. Gotcha. See? Savannah. I knew it. So she won. She is 21 years old. Um, and Us Weekly covered her in the only way they know how, which was someone yelled at an Us Weekly employee and says, give me five things, stat. Set a timer for four minutes. But I got to say, I clicked the link and the five things are weak. The Whatever five things Us are really Weekly bad. intern did the Googling here did not really do a good job because... These five things are like, like they might as well have included she won Miss America. <laughs> I mean, they sort I mean? of did. <laughs> number two is that she's a sorority sister. And number three is that she lives a very healthy lifestyle. <laughs> right? I, re- I really, re- the only one that's interesting is number five, because everything else you would expect. But number four is really funny to me, which is she has a boyfriend. <laughs> I know. That one's very defensive. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like, don't even think about it. <laughs> you know? Uh, she. Do you know what uh, what hashtag she loves if you look into her healthy lifestyle? What hashtag does she love? Hashtag eat better, live better. It's, okay. quote, her Miss America platform. I mean, let's not lie. These women don't last. Like, I can't even name the last one. No. The only Miss America I can name is Vanessa Williams. <laughs> That's it. Honestly, the last time Miss America was relevant was Vanessa Williams. (laughs) But now we're standing face to face. Isn't this world a crazy place? So I got a uh, G chat the other day from a friend of the podcast. I believe it was Miles Tanzer. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Miles Tanzer, who said to me just this because he gets it. He said, uh, I don't know who Naya Rivera's publicist is, but they're good. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? That is so true because Naya Rivera wrote a book called Sorry, Not Sorry, which is a good name. Uh-huh. Um, and it has been literally everywhere. I don't know if you have also seen this, Bobby, but I've I feel noticed. like every page of that book has been some somewhere like either she wrote the juiciest book ever written by an ex glee star or (laughs) she somehow has amazing press because every piece of this book has had derivative news Mm -hmm. so we can like go through it it's like pretty funny well the only thing i really the only thing that i like i'm looking at what you pasted in here and the the juiciest thing that i remember her saying is when she said which you have quoted she wasn't shocked when she heard about Mark Saling, <laughs> Saling's child porn arrest, which was a whole thing we talked about in the thing. He got arrested for child porn and like having child porn on his computer. And then there was that photo of him like at the bank getting uh, like a cashier's check for his bond or something that was like a hundred thousand dollars or something crazy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things in says, this book. Mm, I wasn't shocked. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> also, like if you know somebody's a pedophile with child porn. You should tell the police. You shouldn't yeah. write about it later in a book and be like, no surprise. Oh, God, 
right? Sorry. That was only like, that's like the fourth thing that has come out of this book. The first thing that came out of this book was when she walked in on like Ariana Grande, like sitting on the couch, like in Big Sean's house. After she got engaged after six months, her Mm -hmm. and Big Sean, he like fell off the map. He got MIA. Mm -hmm. And she wrote, I was starting to see the realities of a relationship that weren't that weren't sexy to a rapper who just wanted to have his cake and not eat too much, but spread frosting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not done. She's actually like kind of, this is like kind of good. Guess what little girl is sitting cross-legged on the couch listening to music? Come on, people. I'm not going to tell you, but you can guess it's not that hard. This is in parentheses. It rhymes with Shmariana Shmande. <laughs> bitch now it's not that hard anyways so she talks about how she walked into big sean's house and ariana grande was like sitting on the couch also she calls her a little girl (laughs) it's kind of amazing and then i'm not even done she um i guess her first kiss was with taj maori like oh wow sister 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 yeah and she says it says they were on and off again for a while before he ended things because quote he needed to date someone more on his financial level, she writes. Dick. We're still friends. Oh, my God. Also, she says she didn't key Mark Sailing's car. She dumped dog food and bird seed all over it, which is a nice <sighs> correction. <laughs> and she, like, it goes off on Leah Michelle. Anyways, I'm telling you. And she talks about literally this book has everything. She talks about <laughs> getting an abortion, getting a boob job, Leah Michelle, Mark Sailing, the the child porn look watcher and uh, getting cheated on by big Sean with Ariana Grande. Is this the best book of the year? (laughs) Is there a better book? I love, she talks about everything. She talks about getting an abortion. Leah Michelle. (laughs) I guess I changed my mind about Naya Rivera and the girl is a best-selling author and she deserves it. You're going to need to talk me through this next thing because I could not make heads or tails of it at all. Okay. So the reason why it's fun, I won't go deep in it, but apparently two big Vine stars, um, their friendship ended, but (laughs) (laughs) which like is a boring topic. These Amanda Cerny and Lily Pons. I think I've heard of Lily Pons. I've heard of Lily Pons. Lily Pons is the one that I've heard of. Anyways, uh, what is interesting is what actually happened. One of them realized that the other one was stealing her phone and like deleting her content. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So she was stealing her phone and deleting her content secretly. Yeah. And then they broke up with each other as friends. Well, like, I just think it's so weird. Like, imagine if you were with someone all the time and you would, like, shadily take their phone and delete their Instagrams. Anyways, the, like, the the goss, like, whoever wrote this, is it's really funny because it says, We never fought. We were always together. Then I began to notice my photos were being deleted, my videos being deleted, and my account being put on private so no one could follow me. I immediately blamed the social media platforms. <laughs> This was happening to me nonstop until August, until I was at a barbecue with Lily Pons, and we were all playing a fun game of charades, and Lily got up, and Lily and Lily and I were, okay, wait, 
until I was at a barbecue with Lily Palms and we were all playing fun game of charades and I see Lily get up as I'm telling a joke. I look over my shoulder and see Lily on her phone Snapchatting and then I realize, wait, that's my phone. Oh my God. I take my phone back and my photo was deleted. <laughs> Imagine having the balls to literally take <laughs> your friend's phone and just straight up delete shit. At a barbecue around a lot of other people. Like, if I saw my friend grab the other friend's phone off a table, I'd be like, what are you doing with that phone? Like, I just don't understand. Like, these girls are on their on their phones all the time. You're not going to realize that your friend is literally taking your phone and manually deleting your content. Anyways. Also, put a lock. Put a Use your fingerprint on that phone. Yeah. Listen I mean, to I- all you Vine stars. <laughs> use the fingerprint lock. I mean, this is so stupid that it almost feels like it's fake because it just doesn't make sense that she could be casually deleting her friends' <laughs> shit manually. Whatever. I love, I love the the write up here. I hope Brian Feldman wrote this. Of course yeah. he did. Um, yeah. In her characteristically low key manner, Pons then said that she was canceling her imminent trip to Italy to try and repair their friendship. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't it's go so to funny. I can't go to Italy. I have to figure things out with Amanda Cerny. I mean, sometimes you have to delay a vacation to repair a friendship. Vine star Amanda Kearney publicly ends her friendship with Lele Pons after some seriously shady behavior. All of y'all are about to reevaluate your best friends after I spill this tea. These cut these next things are really, really short, but we can go through them really quickly. Number okay. one, Lindsay. N- Number one, here's the know, headline. Do you know what Audrina Patridge was listening to when she got a C-section? Yes. What? Trains, soul sister. <laughs> While a baby was being pulled out of a little cut in Audrina Patridge's abdomen. Ew, don't call it a, oh, because she got a C-section. Yes. I was like, don't call her vagina a little cut. Okay, excuse Please me. Please have we respect all... for the pussy, as you said. Which she uh, just revealed in what was the interview with People? Yeah, it just was great. This article was maybe four words long and the headline just wrote, How Audrina Passage Got Through Her C-Section with the Help of Trains, Soul Sister. When the actual thing that happened was there was a playlist and on the playlist was Trains, Soul Sister. Right. And it happened to be playing when the baby came out of her C-section uh, scar, yes. scar, whole bu- belly, out of her belly. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I only know they about cut a little hole, and then they pulled the baby out of the I hole. I honestly, I only know about pussy births. What can I say? <laughs> okay, God. Okay, number Imagine two. Imagine calling them pussy births. I, you're gonna have to stop doing that. Please, on to the next one. Please, please, please. Um. So Will Arnett, who's dating life, um, fascinates the tabloids for some reason. I guess because he's always with like for a some young reason. Hot thing. He's literally like a a leather uh, baseball glove. He's a leather he baseball just... glove, and he's always dating like <laughs> two year olds. But this was such a great. So they spoke. They found out that he's dating this interior designer named Elizabeth Law, and the way they found out was because they talked to a source, and the source is quoted in the Us Weekly piece, and the source speaks like a robot. The source speaks like it's the perfect source quote because they sound like source. Their name is Source Insider, Source Q Insider, and he says Elizabeth, who is also known as Law Slugsvol is related to Jimmy Buffett and used to date John Johnson's son, Jesse. When have you ever discussed a human being you know by adding that sort of descriptor in the middle? I just feel like that's like too many things. 
her, she's also somehow known as Lost Lagsva, and she's related to Jimmy Buffett and used to date Don Johnson's son, Jesse. So we're done with that. She's boring. They're going to be together for five minutes. Um, <laughs> we have to talk about this very briefly because, oh my God. Oh my God. So, uh, uh, news, late breaking news, breaking, exclusive. This isn't exclusive. No, exclusive means like nothing anymore. No. But exclusive, Bella Thorne is maybe dating Tyler Posey. Tyler Posey. And if Who's you'll remember. Tyler Posey, you ask? I think we've answered this before. We've talked about him. He's Teen Wolf. He um, is a teen wolf. He's a teen wolf. Bella Thorne, you might remember last time, was we, we last discussed her on the show because she was allegedly dating um, her best friend slash her brother's ex-girlfriend, Bella Pendergrast. Here's the thing. I don't think they were ever dating. No, they never were. They were just old best friends. And they were, and they kissed a lot on the lips. They kissed a lot on the lips. Um, so that was never happening. She, But, but she did um, come out as bisexual, though, which is true. But she happens to be dating a man right now, and that man is Tyler Posey. And maybe, um, maybe. Uh, but that they're they're a perfect match because the they have a history of dating nothing but who's over and over and over and over again. So they have a lot in common. They literally hosted the MTV Fandom Awards together last year. Do you not know what the MTV Fandom Awards? I was about are? to say, I Lindsay, what are the MTV Fandom Awards? I honestly could not tell you but i think they're part of san diego comic-con and they hosted them together and i guess they hit it off because they were like who are you i don't know who are you uh we're perfect for each other uh Lindsay, do you want to hear a really quick i can probably do it in 15 seconds a list of all of bella thorne's previous boyfriends as do uh, i as chronicled by famousfix.com slash topic slash bella hyphen thorne slash dating <laughs> Here we go. Oh my god, I have I love that site. Jake T. Austin, Kenton Duty, Garrett Backstrom, Cody Simpson, Tristian Clear, Brandon Thomas Lee, Ryan Nassif, Tyler Posey, Greg Sulkin, Bella Pendergrass, and then Tyler Posey again. Because they used oh, to date. So according to that, they already dated? According to that, they already dated, but some websites say that they just hooked up at the time and that it wasn't technically well, dating. I can't remember the URL of that website you said, but they are they are an ex- they are a very reliable source usually. Um the really the 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 list of Tyler Posey's exes isn't quite as funny, but it's but the best part is that the first per- person listed as his first girlfriend was Miley Cyrus from 2000 to 2002. How Isn't old was like How old was Tyler Posey? 9. <laughs> I just joke. <laughs> Tyler Posey was nine in the year 2000 when he started dating Miley Cyrus. Was she like an older woman? I don't was she know. 12? I don't how, know how old she was. How the, hell old is, how the hell old is she? Either way, Bella Thorne is quickly becoming of Rita Ora status in terms of her literally doing like one thing a week that somehow I have to see. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um,. So glad that this is the thing because it's definitely uh, more eventful than things that she's done in the past. Yeah, it's a great thing. Um, <laughs> can I discuss this next Instagram, please? I'm I'm so annoyed that we forgot to talk about this last week. So, like last, so as you know, I've been doing a great job on the Who Weekly Instagram. It is <gasps> becoming a place of love. Okay. 
and joy. Uh, and uh, I found the best Instagram. And it I literally is it, the best Instagram. I found it through. The best part is I've been following all these who's. So, like, my Instagram explore is fucking wild. It's insane. It, like, mm-hmm. doesn't quite know what it wants to show me because I follow so much garbage. It's like, you must, like, have no standards for who you who you like and what you like <laughs> to look at. But I was looking at my Instagram Explorer and up pops somebody, a who that I don't follow, which I was like, bingo, gotta <laughs> follow this who. It's Beverly Mitchell. Of Seventh of Heaven fame. Seventh Heaven fame. And it's just a very innocuous photo of her and her husband and their two cute kids and two golden retriever dogs everyone in this photo is blonde (laughs) and everyone is blonde and they're like smiling and it's like okay cool and then you look at the caption (laughs) and you're like hold on a minute here can i read you this caption please read it to me over and over and over again okay i'll read it once and then i'll read it twice for clarity (laughs) We recently found out our sweet golden girl Bentley has cancer! Exclamation point. Today we are amputating her leg! Sad face. More on my blog. Link in profile. Read it again. We recently found out our sweet golden girl Bentley has cancer! Today we are amputating her leg! Sad face. More on my blog. Link in profile! That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, friend of the podcast, Kevin Marshall commented, death is inevitable. It comes for us all. Why resist it? Link in profile. (laughs) There's so many layers to what is happening here. Not even just the fact that she's like linked to my blog and read about my dog's cancer. Um, is she amputating her own dog's leg? Because that's what this reads like. (laughs) I'm not sure I think it reads like that, but that would be funny. Today we are amputating her leg. More on my blog. It sounds like she is blogging about when her she and her family amputated her dog's leg. Uh, did you ever click on the link in her profile? Never. Never? I would never click on a link in her profile. Um, no, I didn't click on it. Because I clicked on the link in her profile. I bet you, you did. Of and you did. first of all, the dog, the dog whose leg was amputated, this is very rude, is not even in the photo. <laughs> really the dog whose leg was amputated is not they kept the sick dog out of the photo they kept the sick dog out of the photo the sick dog is a tiny little what would you say this is a chihuahua looking thing a chihuahua mutt it's like a tiny thing definitely not a golden retriever okay um and i'm not gonna read this hell no i will not read this but um there it is just being loved and cuddled and um amputated oh wait no no no. i was wrong i was wrong i was wrong i was wrong You were you will forgive me for being confused because two of her dogs have had problems in the past two months. She so she's amputated two of her dog's legs. The Chihuahua died in July. So she makes a point of amputating all of her dog's legs when well, they get cancer. She didn't, she didn't amputate this dog. Until I see proof that she did not amputate her own dog's leg, I'm gonna believe it, so sorry. Um but it looks like it looks like Bentley is still alive, and maybe that's why she was so sad because her other dog had just recently died. Um, she says we are sending our love to all those who are fighting the good fight against cancer, both in human and in our dear animals. To all our loved ones fighting cancer, we are with you. Yeah, Beverly uh, Mitchell will come amputate your dog's leg if it <laughs> gets cancer. God, damn. she's um, free. She's around. 
She's a busy, she's a busy person. Sorry. She doesn't seem that busy. She literally is amputating her own dog's leg and <laughs> posting about it on her blog and then linking it in her Instagram profile. It's time to do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita was in Who's Vanity Fair this week. Who's screaming? <laughs> like children. You hear them? Yeah. This is Los Angeles. There's like children like running around in the street here. Just screaming. Okay, go. Okay. Rita was in Vanity Fair this week. In mm-hmm. the magazine, I don't know, but definitely online. And she did a Q&A and she addressed some things. Two things of importance. The rest were boring. The first one was interesting was she they asked her about calvin harris mm-hmm. um and he she said uh i have had a few dramas haven't i i think in general i've learned my lesson not to talk about my relationships and gossip because i've been at the center of it a few times and it's not worth it okay um i have a feeling that is not going to stick and then <laughs> she talks about this is like a really short this is very short isn't it this it's very short It's very. And then she talks about. They ask her about Becky with the good hair. Which, honestly, can we stop with this enough? Um, she just wrote. I find it incredibly rude and disrespectful to women in general when we get accused of something that's basically against the important part, the music. So Mm -hmm. Rita is saying that she's not Becky, and everyone else is rude. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's. Like a very very short Q and A, and I and it's funny because somebody last night at dinner or before somebody was like, "Oh, I saw Rita in the news because like now I'm a magnet for Rita content." Uh, I saw Rita in the news, and why is she still talking about Becky with the good hair? And I was like, "Oh, well, she's actually not. She just keeps getting asked about it, so yeah. she talks about it, and then that um, becomes the headline." So I kind of do feel bad because. If you're just watching Rita News and you don't really know the context, you're like, shut up about the shit. But yeah, it wasn't her. It's not her. It's, um, it's like they ask her. It's really funny that Katy Perry is responsible for those. Did we know that before? I don't think I did. Katy Perry's I the think, one who brought the not Becky pins to the Met Gala. I think we knew because the only two people kind of in photos wearing the pins were Katy and Rita. But Katy's the one who brought them, which is sort of shady. I mean, if anyone sort of. is, like, secretly shady in a funny way, it's Katy Perry. That's true. Um, like, the last, haven't we learned this? The last thing that Rita is up to, Rita has been up to, um, she <laughs> was in the Fifty Shades Darker trailer. Um, Did you see her, Bobby? Because I saw her. She's behind Dakota Johnson in a family photo on the wall. It's very blurry. <laughs> but you can see her. Lindsay took a great screen grab. Um, no, no, I didn't take this screen grab. Props to E online for writing a literal entire article about how Rita Ora made her debut in the trailer. And this it's is, just a, and it's just a screenshot. 
It's a screenshot of a blurry Dakota Johnson walking in front of a large framed fair, family photo. It is the best work that E-Online has done in months. Yeah. Is this article. It's extremely good and very relevant to me and Bobby. Um, yeah, Dakota Johnning, Dakota Johnning, Dakota Johnson walks by a picture of Rita Ora in a family photo. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and that's it. That's it. I can't wait to see uh, Fifty Shades of Grey Darker starring Rita Ora coming out in like February of 2018 or something. I'm, if I could buy a ticket, I would already buy a ticket. I'm sure the tickets will go on sale soon. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day, baby. Uh, so thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's, as always, for providing our theme song. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, oh God, download the so new stickers. Places. Believe me, you will see promo for our stickers on every single possible platform um, when they drop, which should be this week hey, if Apple is nice. I have an idea. If you download the stickers app and you use them to harass your friends in funny ways and you take a screenshot and you send it to us, you tweet it at us, uh, Instagram it and uh, tag us, put it on our Facebook wall, whatever, um, we will feature that and we will see it and maybe retweet it or share it or whatever. Oh, a retweet from us. Ooh. (laughs) I just want to say I want to put out the challenge of the most annoying and clever ways you can use the Who Weekly stickers. um, And like, I I want that to be like a challenge to people. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, And that's it. We'll see you later this week for Who's There. See ya. You will say that. While a baby was being pulled out of a little cut in Audrina Patridge's abdomen. Ew, don't call it a, oh, because she got a C-section. Yes. I was like, don't call her vagina a little cut. Okay, excuse Please me. Please have respect for the pussy.